2: Ah oh, yeah, everybody. Whoa, welcome, welcome, welcome. It's so great to have all of you. Uh, tune us in and turn us on. Thank you so much for that. Uh, this morning, I got to do three good news segments, which was really, really cool. I got to talk with the woman that was uh, really the head honcho at Facebook in their uh, absolutely incredible fundraising department. Uh, who helped raise over $20 million, uh, as many of you know, the headlines right now, uh, to hire and set bonds for uh, people that have been separated from their children. So, yep, uh, who knew that there was a way to raise funds on Facebook? Somebody knew it. Uh, Jessica probably knew it. But very, very fun. Mr. Benny, how
1: are you? Doing awesome. Thanks, Pat. And yourself?
2: I know social media is like a thing, right? It's like a whole thing. Uh, How do you mean? In general, it's it's like a big thing. It's it's it's, it's like this. It's like there's not much you cannot do, right? Uh, Between Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, now is the big thing. All of the above. Yep. So, I know. I tried to do a little picture this morning, and then I didn't realize that I wasn't facing my camera. So, I took a picture of my gas fireplace. Yay for me.
1: <laughs> but you were using that, I believe. Yes. I
2: was using it, but I'm like nowhere in the picture. So, you were so. kind of
1: doing the uh, now version <laughs> of uh, streaming a fireplace. So, if you need to create warmth on the TV, you can just put the TV in where the old fireplace used to be, right?
2: Oh, yes. That's what I was doing. So, I was creating a space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Allowing
0: right
1: there. A real quick story. I used to work at a a local video chain, uh, Blockbuster Video. I'll just, and so they used to sell the videotape, or it was even before DVD of the fireplace. Someone recorded a fireplace and looped it.
3: So it
1: was, you could, like, for those people that didn't have a fireplace. So uh, it was funny because I had uh, a lady back east, excuse me, Uh, she was uh, in search for a video because her kids. (laughs) didn't have a fireplace, and they were worried about Santa Claus not showing up. Oh. So they oh. go, well, we need to create a fireplace, you know, a fire. And so they called all around the local places in New York and that area, couldn't find one. I get a call like at 10 o'clock, two days before Christmas in in Redmond, Washington, where I used to work. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll send it right out. Overnighted it, got it, and Santa Claus showed up, so... See, it It was such a
2: pioneer.
1: It was (laughs) was the last copy. So I was like, hey, cheers. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, you know, we're talking
2: about that today because Nancy Coco is joining us here today. And what she does and what she's created, you're going to everybody's going to hear more about this uh, during her own show. But what happens is she helps people create the space and that space that we're gonna talk about today, for those of you out there, is a space of allowing. So today, journey into a space of allowing. And this is something that Coach Nancy has put together and is a very powerful body of work. And you're gonna hear why today for a lot of reasons. And for those of you that want to find out more, we'll make sure we give you lots of information, but you can go to nancycococoaching.com. Somebody that coaches people all over the world who are undergoing these life transitions, who want to find their voices, whether it's a voice as a writer, she's been a lifelong teacher, a learner, and by the way, taught middle and high school. Boy, I would have gone to suspension if she was my teacher. But all of the above is showing the space for forging a renaissance path of transformation. Today, you're going to hear about her journey, her story, her vision, her passion, and how she's helping all of us create a better world. Nancy, great to have you.
3: Wow, Pat, thank you for that tremendous introduction. I'm happy to be here. Thank you.
2: You know, I love the idea about a space of allowing. And let me tell you why. And this is how I want to start off. You know, somebody said to me, you know, a while ago, they said, you know, Pat, the universe is pretty impersonal. They don't really say, oh, that thing's not good for Pat. Let's not give it to her. They don't. The question, though, is how do we learn to create, as you say, your trademark, your, what you have created? How do we create a space of allowing for all that we truly want? How do we do that? But most importantly, how do you, Nancy, in your life, how did you do it
3: so you mm-hmm. can create this? Yes. Well, I'll tell you, the first thing that comes to mind about how did I do it is I really got it wrong for a long time (laughs) before I think uh, the universe uh, turned up the volume on the messages that I was receiving but really ignoring my own body wisdom, my own spirit wisdom. My gosh, Pat, there were signposts all along the road, and I was just blissfully driving down the road, one foot on the gas, but honestly, one foot on the brake. I wasn't really allowing myself to look up, to look around, to fully embrace my life. Things had gotten kind of tight, had gotten kind of small. And ultimately, when the message got louder and louder and my physical health started to suffer, I finally had to pay attention and see what I was not allowing myself I really was not allowing myself creativity. I was not allowing myself expansion. I was not allowing myself any sense of freedom, really. I was had kind of gotten to the point where I was going through the motions. And so the universe gave me a nice uh, vacation on the couch. <laughs> my knee went out and my body kind of unfortunately broke down health-wise. And finally, in that stillness, Uh, Even through the pain, I would say that was a space of allowing. And that's where this message came to me, really from outside me, from beyond me. Mm -hmm. And that's what's been so compelling about it is it's not something that I dreamed up in my own mind, but rather it's something that I think was visiting me and calling to me. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, today is that opportunity really to shine the light um, through my own story uh, about what we can all do to create that greater space. Yeah,
2: you know what I love about this is that um, certainly for many of us, we have started out or have embarked, whatever we want to call it, we we started out of the gate from a place of not really feeling so good. Uh, in my case, I was at one of the lowest points that I can recall in my life before dialing that wrong phone number. Um
3: And I thought
2: struggle was like
3: my middle name. Yeah. You know, and it's interesting, the thing about struggle, Mm -hmm. Uh (laughs) uh, I I, want to really kind of turn the notion of struggle and pain and Mm -hmm. dis-ease on its head a little bit because I really am learning to make friends with struggle. Mm -hmm. I really am learning to say, hey, struggle, you know what? come sit over here beside me and tell me what you have to teach me. Because Mm -hmm. I think if we deny that the struggle comes along, if we try to hide it, if we shove it in the virtual closet or, you know, out in the garage where I don't have to deal with it, it's going to show up. And it sounds like it did for you and it certainly did for me, show up in all those kinds of ways even when I was denying it. So, yeah, that idea of making friends with struggle is part of that space of allowing. Well, let's talk about this for
2: for folks that are tuning in. When I hear you say those words, right? When I hear you say space of allowing, I I intuitively know what you mean, but not really, right? Let's talk about what a space of allowing is from your perspective and how you created it for people, uh, as I would say to get off the couch.
3: Yeah, (laughs) I'll tell you, I'll give you a really specific example. It was the very first time that the word allowing was sort of like cosmically highlighted in Mm -hmm. my vocabulary. And it was last year, early spring, I was still coming through a lot of the physical pain, but I had chosen to release some of the conditions that had put me in that painful place. And so I was on the healing journey and I decided I'm gonna try to get back to yoga. And I went to this wonderful yoga space and participated in a yoga session that was not only physical movement, but it was also a little bit of creative expression. And so we passed around a talking stick and every week we came together in this circle of yoga and we talked about certain things that were true of our lives. And the one night I took the talking stick and I said, I want to allow myself to be more creative. I miss writing. I miss singing. I miss playing with clay. I miss doing the things that I love to do. And I want to allow creativity back in my life. And Pat, when I pass that talking stick, every woman in the circle (laughs) through some sort of, you know, magnetic, I don't know what in the world, (laughs) use the word allowing. Mm. I want to allow myself to sew more. I want to allow myself to sit down and read more. I want to allow myself to get back to cooking because it brings me so much joy. There was so much longing in that circle, in that space, that that word allowing just became like the speaker, the megaphone onto my life. And I couldn't stop seeing, you know, what we wish we could allow ourselves. What we knew through our own wisdom was the healthy way and what we wanted to get back to and create space for. Does that make sense? Not only does it make sense, but when we come
2: back from break, we're going to talk about the unlimited possibilities of allowing Mm -hmm. and what it is that it enables us to do. What happens even in the face, even in the face of despair, even in the face of diagnosis, even in the face of uh, bankruptcy, even in the face of job rejection what is it about space of allowing that can turn that thing around like my mom used to say faster than you could shake a stick at let's take a short break when we come back we're going to talk about it what gets in the way of it and beyond all of that nancy's got something super to give everybody and tell you about stay tuned we'll be right back
0: Space of Allowing Radio with Coach Nancy Coco, welcoming all that wants to be present today. Tune in Thursdays every first and third week at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com as Coach Nancy helps you find a space of allowing. Join Coach Nancy to explore what lives at your edges and to bring more of yourself home. For more information, visit Coaching.com. Tune in to E3 Influence Radio own your impact, master your world. In this new hit show, Sarah Luce, empowerment coach and spiritual mentor, teaches us how to achieve our greatest potential to positively affect everything and everyone. The time is now to enlighten our minds, empower our hearts, and take energized action to raise the consciousness of our planet. Sarah shows us how with simple, easy-to-implement steps. To find out more about Sarah Luce and her E3 Influence program, visit sarahluce.com.
1: Interested in deepening your spiritual practice? The School for Esoteric Studies offers online training to spiritual seekers from all paths of life and individual coaching. Our courses synthesize Eastern and Western spiritual traditions based on meditation, study, and service applied to everyday life. To learn more about our courses and services, please visit www.esotericstudies.net.
2: Hey, everybody, welcome back. Journey into a Space of Allowing with Coach Nancy Coco joining me here today. So this is really for us today where we look. We bring our beginner's mind to this conversation. And through the conversation, what we hold in our consciousness is a curiosity. You know, this gnawing this that we have about connecting, connecting in a place of acceptance, Connecting in a place that has more possibilities than the human mind can actually configure. Uh, And Nancy has created this and works with people all over the world. You know, Nancy, before we get back and talk about what the heck gets in the way of Space of Allowing, two things. First, how can people find out more about you, about what you do? And then what kinds of upcoming things do you have going on?
3: Oh, thank you for that, Dr. Pat. I'd love to just kind of roll out the virtual red carpet to my website, which is nancycococoaching.com. You'll see a little bit more of my own story, what I like to call my renaissance instead of my retirement at the age of 51, um, and opportunities to connect with me there through some upcoming events including a space of allowing retreat that we host each fall uh, for women. If you can get yourself to uh, the east coast of the United States, I live in Pennsylvania. We go to a beautiful little farm. And on the first weekend of October, we have an opportunity to be together in a physical space um, from October 5 to 7 on that weekend. So you can find that on the website. And also I'm on Facebook now, Nancy Coco Coaching. You can find me there um, with some great opportunities to actually do that, to step into a space of allowing that is a coaching relationship, um, which has been, I think, um, the work of my life, really.
2: I got to tell you, can I share a little something about how this works? Uh, Please do. Uh, Can I give you like a real thing that I haven't even talked to you about? Oh, bring can, it on! Can I do sure. a a, test, a <laughs> testimonial for you? You're
3: you're in a space of allowing, Pat. Go right ahead.
2: <laughs> okay. All right. So, all right. So, and you and I want you to help with this. So, you and I have been working together. So, for those of the those of the listeners, you may or may not know this that you know before any of our hosts and co-hosts come on, come on, they get to have an experience with myself, Linda, Jessica, Kim. And we get to have an experience with them. And so Nancy is someone that I've had the privilege and honor of working with over the past several weeks. And so I've been really exploring with you, Nancy, what Space of Allowing is all about. And so here I am, and I'm getting ready for the show, right, and I'm taking a look at you know, what we're trying to get done, new technology, upgrades, and we had a super opportunity to really get some things done. But I would need a very quick turnaround funding to get it done. And so in the world of funding, if I might say, there's this elaborate process that a lot of people have to go through and all of the above. And so I'm getting ready for this show Uh, and I always get ready like a day or two before and I'm getting ready for the show. And at the same time, I'm looking at everything we're going to talk about and a little pop up shows up and says, hey, you haven't filled out finishing the forms. And I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to do it because I had so much material to put together that wasn't part of the way they wanted material right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because because of the way I, I run my business is a little bit different as an S corp, and so I was almost not going to do it yesterday I was getting ready for the show and all of a sudden I'm looking at this and, I, and I'm reading are you ready what gets in the way of being in a space of allowing? What we're going <laughs> to talk about now. Yes. What we're going to talk about now. And, and then side by side is the back end of our database which has everything you submitted. And on the right side of the screen is this annoying, this is me now yesterday, this <laughs> annoying thing saying, hey, click on the button, upload your stuff. I finally left the office. I came home and I said, you know what? Nancy says I have to have a space of allowing. And and I said, I'm reading what she's saying and I'm not going to give it out because you're going to talk about it. I'm reading everything, your story. And I thought, what the heck do I have to lose? So I took the the, the simple two documents they had, I've put in a bunch of footnotes, anecdotes, a uh, uh, craziness, right, that I needed to put in yes. and I sent it off.
3: Yay! Hooray! I'm so right. proud of you. Good job.
2: <laughs> so let's talk about what happened to me, what got in the way because I'm and then I'm going to give you actually the results of this that actually just happened during the show. So what is it that gets in the way?
3: Tell us. Well, hmm, yes, <laughs> I, I started to tell you a little bit at the, the top of the show because I was admitting and I will continue to do so that I got in my own way. I think uh, my own fears and my own story, I will say the story that I was telling myself about how I thought things had to be. The story that I was telling myself as a teacher for a long time that I had to have the answers, I was the teacher, for goodness sakes. Of course, there need to be answers, right? And the teacher should have them. Uh, The story I was telling myself about what my life should look like and who I should spend time with. And you hear that word should coming up over and over again. It's like there was some judgment that I had put on top of my life and telling myself these stories about what should be and what must happen. And I would suggest to all of our listeners to just kind of tune into the words that come up in the stories that we tell ourselves. Um, That's one of the things that really can get in the way. I thought I had to retire at the proper age from this workplace where I had been. And when I released that story, when I started with a very beginner's mind, like, well, gee, what if I retire early? What does that mean? When I allowed myself to have questions Rather than thinking I had all the answers, doesn't that sound silly even to think you could have all the answers? But I I did in my own life. I thought I had to have the answers. When I released and allowed myself to ask a few questions, uh, boy, oh boy, did that change the energy and the invitation to step into a space of allowing. Because that's what it is. It's an invitation. But for a long time, I said, oh, no, thanks. Not for me. I'm just going to go do it my way. (laughs) (laughs) And now I want to laugh thinking about doing it my way. But I think that was a closed, limited way that I understood how my life was supposed to be. And, you know, I love the example that you gave, Pat, because what that did was you kind of did it your way, didn't you? You kind of saw a new way of making meaning out of that invitation to submit for funding, And you were able to kind of create a third space. It wasn't their way. It wasn't your way. It was a new way, a new space, a new place of being where it sounds like you were in the flow and you got out of your own way and you let it go. Well,
2: I want you to write this down, right? And I want you to write this down because... here I am, and I'm doing this interview with you, and we're talking about a space for allowing. And this is a message for everybody now. At 10, 11 Pacific time, that's 11 minutes after 10. That's 11 minutes into this show. Yes. This is what I get. Congratulations. Your loan is approved and backed by investors. Your funds will now be sent to your bank. I don't even remember giving them my bank. <laughs> well, that's
3: fabulous. <laughs> and I and love that. How validating is that? You gotta go for the,
2: it. But think about it though. I mean, here I am and all I did was was allow for the space mm. for me to go through the process and for me to simply say you wanted this information. It's not exactly you the way you wanted it, but it's the only way that I know how to put it together. And I sent it to him yesterday, Excellent. last night. That's amazing. And it is the full moon in Capricorn today. So, let's <laughs> t- so we're, we're going to talk about when we come back, and then we're going to skip the last break. We're going to talk about creating. How do we create our own space of allowing? How do we do that? How do we create that space, even in the face of people on the outside, maybe saying to you, yeah, no, I don't think that's a good idea, buying that airtime Pat." or maybe I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah, you want to create a positive talk network doing what? Mm, That's weird. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to hear what Nancy created. And all of you out there, if you want to get some help today, to create space of allowing right now in this show 1-800-930-2819 we will be right back
0: A Space of Allowing Radio with Coach Nancy Coco, welcoming all that wants to be present today. Tune in Thursdays every first and third week at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com as Coach Nancy helps you find a space of allowing. Join Coach Nancy to explore what lives at your edges and to bring more of yourself home. For more information, visit
4: Coaching.com. Practice living in wholeness with the body tune-up. Six classes for $89 designed for radical self-healing and self-regeneration. Heal the deepest root of any challenge. The mental body was programmed in negativity, not good enough. Separate from source, you're too much, you'll never make it. The emotional body holds all the pain and trauma of emotional suppression. All the pain from this life and life's past. The spiritual body is the place you connect with your higher power, your higher self, with the image and likeness of the one. The physical body houses and expresses the other three bodies every day. Go to corneliastephanie.com. Evolve, become a practitioner. We need to heal, integrate, and bring into wholeness and harmony the physical body, addressing all the other bodies in order to live in our true, authentic nature.
0: Dream on, fly high, and live adventurously on The Laura Meeks Show. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as host Laura Meeks guides you in finding your unique gifts and bringing them to life. As a certified life coach, speaker, and veteran bomber pilot for the U.S. Air Force, Laura knows how to follow a dream. She is ready to support you so you can dream on, fly high, and live adventurously. For more information on Laura and her work, For more information, visit unadrake.com. Are you ready to attract abundance, release stress, look and feel younger, all from your smartphone? Get Pure Light, a free mobile app with audios that transmit powerful frequencies to shift anything in your life. Created by some of the world's top energy healers, these audios have created miracles, often quickly. Enjoy the latest in conscious technology and download Pure Light today. To find out more, visit PureLightAudio.com.
2: Will you count me in? Will you count me in? Oh my gosh. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. For those of you out there, if you don't know who I am, I'm Dr. Pat. I'm the host of the Dr. Pat Show, which, you know, you and Benny named way back in the day. Uh, and if you want to find out more about me, go to the DrPatShow.com or you can go to TransformationTalkRadio.com. Uh, yeah, Nancy, Coach Nancy's in the house, journey, journeying into a space of allowing. You're hearing her story today, but more importantly, you're hearing a story that could, if you allowed, could change your life. Nancy, before we talk about this idea of creating and really what your journey led you to, um, again, tell us about upcoming events. Tell us about how folks can work with you. And then you have a special for our
3: folks today. Oh, I do, Pat. Thank you so much for this opportunity. i I am um, I love to be a life coach because you have access to me uh, from anywhere in the world where you may have a phone or a computer and so if you go to coaching.com you can see ways of connecting with me through coaching um, which gives you an opportunity to really enter that space of allowing with me an Ally a coach to be with you um, and in fact for listeners to today's show I just wanted to kick up the invitation a little bit because sometimes people wonder about coaching they're curious It calls to them, but they don't take the next step. So here we can sweeten the deal a little bit. If you're listening today's show, I would love for you to contact me at my website, nancycococoaching.com, because I've created a, a three coaching session special. So three coaching sessions just kind of gets your feet wet, gets you the sense of what coaching is all about anyway. And um, we have a coaching special for $150, which is a savings of $45 off the regular coaching rates. You know, you can coach via Skype, or on the phone. And those three sessions can really add some breath of fresh air into your life where you have someone who's a dedicated listener, an advocate, and an ally to be on that journey with you. So I'd love for you to check that out. Also, if you're in... Uh, the Northeast United States, and you can get to Pennsylvania in October. It's a beautiful time of year to be outdoors. Oh. And we actually host a space of allowing retreat. Dr. Pat, maybe you need to come East Coast I spend the weekend am with us. I actually am coming in
2: October because Linda and I are going to a wedding. We have. Uh, oh,
3: well, uh, let's see if Matthew. we can check our calendars because yeah. on October 5, 6, and 7, we're actually going to be on this beautiful farm, mm-hmm. Common Ground Farm. Mm-hmm. How about that name for a farm? Uh, where we can sleep and stay, nourish ourselves, and really have a, a physical space of allowing in communion with others. And that's coming up October 5, 6, 7. And you can see pictures on nancycocoaching.com of last year's retreat. It really was delicious. Uh, necessary, Mm. shocking, (laughs) Mm -hmm. refreshing, and all of the above. And the people who were there last year said, when are we doing it again? So we're coming back this year.
2: Wow. So what I think is so important about this today in so many ways, Nancy, is I gave an example of a scenario where I wasn't going to take that next step. I wasn't going to do it. And we already talked about you know what happens when we we get in the way but let's now talk about creating what can we do to create our own space of allowing now in my case that little scenario i had preparation for you for the show today mm-hmm, yes over here over here this other opportunity for financing right over here, which I wasn't going to do because I had a story about it. Right. And somehow, as I was getting ready, energetically, it was like, oh, just send the paperwork, Pat. Let's talk about that, though, from what happened, what happened to you. Because you and I both went through debilitating illnesses. And you know what? We are still energized and ticking and firing it up, aren't we?
3: Yes. And you know what, exactly what you said, we came through and that's the beauty of it is coming through and not letting that necessarily keep us on the couch or keep us down or keep us in the hospital and giving ourselves that, that invitation. It really is an invitation to go back to a beginner's mind where, gosh, what's happening here? What's the message for me here? What's my own body wisdom? trying to tell me. So I would love to talk about creating spaces of allowing, you know, they can be physical spaces where we actually gather with others who want to be radically accepting and radically loving and allow us to bring our full selves there. So if it can be a physical space, like it can be a kitchen table, a classroom, can be a religious temple. It can be a friendship between two people. That can be a space of allowing. It can be an exchange with a stranger. Pat. I mean, I have this all the time when I go to the giant market here in my little town. Now I make a point of just being near and engaging with others and extending my space um, to to just bring some love and light. You know, it can be the coaching relationship where you're with someone else in that shared space where whatever comes up. And that's so critical, whatever comes up, even the scary stuff, even the unhappy things, even the anger or the shame. You know, if we have a second, I'd just love to read this poem that's been please, please. a touchstone for me. And that is some of you may know this who are listening um, or my friends who are out there and love you all. And thank you for listening and supporting this. It's The Guest House by Rumi. And, you know, this is one of the things, Pat, that I think keeps us from our space of allowing, because it can feel a little scary, but Rumi Mm. says this. This being human is a guest house. Every morning, a new arrival, a joy, a depression, a meanness. Some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all, even if they're a crowd of sorrows, who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture. Still, treat each guest honorably. He may be clearing you out for some new delight. The dark thought, the shame, the malice. Meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whoever comes because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. And to me, that's the inside space of allowing that we give ourselves that opportunity to welcome even the meanness, even the despair, even the shame. That's the hard stuff. That's the shadow self. And those are the things that we'd rather keep in the closet or keep away. You know, I go to work in my suit with my lunchbox and I want to keep it all together and I don't want to show that shadow side. But really, if we want to create an authentic space where we feel safe and we feel whole, that means even making friends with things like struggle. Right. Even making friends with things like sorrow. Right. And that's the tough work, but in a coaching relationship, whatever comes is what we welcome. Mm -hmm. You know, and sometimes the outside spaces that we navigate can really be threatening. I have to say that honestly, because this is not necessarily easy work. No. but. Noticing that sometimes if we feel vulnerable, if a part of us feels unsafe, we need to create our own inner space of safety and of allowing. And so I turn my eyes and my ears and my heart to hear inside me. And that's what I started really allowing myself to do, seeing my life as an instrument. And sometimes you got a clean house, right? Sometimes oh. you have to go back inside oh. and open the doors and windows and do a good old spring cleaning, you know? Um, and so that's what I had to do last year that, you know, we'll continue to talk about on this space of allowing until I could actually that, well, rest.
2: Tell me, tell me what that looked like, because I think it's so important for us to do that. You know, my, my mom used to say, man, you got to get the cobwebs out, girl. And, right, right. Uh, with her southern accent, she used to say that. And uh, and like I, d- I didn't really understand what she meant, you know. But look, if you don't clean your house in a bit, uh, you look up in that in the ceiling in the corners, you're going to see some some buddies of yours like in there. But um, but I, I want to ask you about this because if we step into a space of allowing, right? If we can do that. Then, what is it that we energetically move? What do we move? You know, there's inside space and there's outside space, right? right? And yeah. and I do believe you have to do both. As a matter of fact, that my house is getting clean Friday, um, Yay. I do believe you have to do both. <laughs> right. uh, and I don't right. know why I believe that, but I do mm. believe you have to do both. What is the dynamic of that?
3: Yes. You know, um, I'll reach back to when I was a teacher and I mostly taught, like you said, middle school and high school, which I loved, um, you know, and was a teacher for 30 years, middle school, high school, and even teachers I taught. And I taught writing mostly. And the writing process is fraught with uh, getting stuck and the inner critic. And what do I have to say? And all the parts of us that we want to shove away and pretend don't exist, they all come trotting out and they come showing up. And that resistance, I would say, is really the place where we need to meet more of ourself. Meet mm-hmm. that inner critic and say, okay, you're showing up. You're trying to keep me safe by keeping me small. But you know what? I want to write about this experience. And so we are able to notice, acknowledge, and invite more of ourselves to the table even if the critic shows up okay so what so we can still continue to write through it like yesterday pat maybe your critic showed up or maybe oh, yeah. you were just feeling like oh this isn't for me i can't jump through the hoops that they expect of me and yet when we notice that resistance and then like in your case when the universe gives us that little nudge that says come on space of allowing come on mm. you can do this <laughs> if we can hold that a little more playfully, we actually have an opportunity to make friends with it. Even the fact that I struggle when I write and I write every day and I struggle (laughs) a lot of days. Um, I say, okay, struggle. Here you are. Come sit down beside me. What do you have to teach me? Maybe I took too big a bite. I had to make it smaller. What I was Mm. trying to write about, whatever it is to form that relationship, with the parts of ourselves that we generally want to hide or shame away or bully to form a relationship with those parts of ourselves is really the heart of having our full lives come to fruition. I sometimes get the image of a a puzzle, you know, a jigsaw puzzle of a box of a puzzle, 500 piece puzzle. Okay. And the cover has this beautiful image on it. And I dump out the puzzle and I want (laughs) to find the corners, right? You want to get all the edges and it's like, yes. But imagine if a hundred pieces Of that 500-piece puzzle gone missing. Well, how could you ever piece it together? How frustrating. You'd abandon it. You'd walk away from it. Well, that's what we do with our lives, I think, sometimes. Let's just say that's what I was doing with my life. I was hiding puzzle pieces under the couch, in the closet, (laughs) up in the attic. I could never have a full life. I could never have a full picture of my life if I didn't allow all those pieces to come to the table.
2: You know, it's really interesting, too, as I really reflect this and, and really think about this. Uh, I want to get back to something that I said earlier, and that is, in the discovery process, and, you know, and boy, I'm on I'm, I'm, I'm quite a journey still. Mm-hmm. In the discovery process, I really have discovered that the universe is super impersonal. If I call into this space um, uh, 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 despair. I'm going to get despair. Mm-hmm. If I call into this space, any number of things. And what I was really struck by today is how absolutely simple it is. And yet, not easy sometimes. Exactly. At least not most of the time. <laughs> you know, simple doesn't mean easy, right? Mm-hmm. Right? True. It, it, sure. it just doesn't. I mean, I, I had a Harley, I a Harley Davidson, right? And I Benny knows the Harley. Super chopped, old school Harley. Beautiful, simple. No electronics like you know, like they have now, no like computer generated. But very simple in the mechanics. But I'll tell you, it was a Kickstarter. And if you wanted to see something pretty funny, that's me out in public trying to kickstart this beautiful, highly-chromed mm. Harley Davidson and honestly not be able to do it. Um, because there's a technique and approach. What is it that in Space for allowing, when we are there in that space, in that opening in that opportunity what is it about us that will ask uh, that will ask the universe for almost nothing of what we really want we almost negotiate our good before we actually ask for it
3: Yes. And in fact, you taught me that lesson even again the other week when I was having my doubts about the show, as much as I wanted to do it again, I had one foot on the gas, one foot on the brake. Yes, we're doing the show. No. Oh my God. Why did I say yes? And I think that we have that energy. We have that mixed energy about us. You know, a part of us is longing. It's hopeful. It's passionate. It's desirous of a full and rich life. And part of us is terrified. And so it's that mixed energy that we need to clear up. You know, when Rumi invites us to welcome in a joy, a depression, a meanness, he doesn't say let it camp out there and let it, you know, start to make piles on your floor like you're hoarding magazines. No, 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 no. He's saying, you know, make friends with it, allow it to pass through. It's a guest that's on its way somewhere else. And I think the goal is not to hold on to all these things we discover, but the goal Mm. is to make friends with, Say, I see you there. Thank you for coming to look out for me. I got this now. Mm-hmm. You, you can rest. And so the energy that we bring to a coaching call is especially profound. And it feels really holy to me to be able to be with someone in a coaching relationship. Yeah. It's always like the maybe the first seven or eight minutes we do an attunement. And I didn't do this intentionally. I never did this before. And when I first did, I felt really shy. But last year at the retreat, uh, we sat on a mountaintop in autumn and we all sat around and I just was called to do an attunement which is a you know an awareness of self where you you pay attention to your physical self you pay attention to your spiritual self you pay attention to your mind and body and you bring more of yourself to the space so that you can be curious all right who showed up today and what do they have to teach us Mm. And it's just that opportunity, that invitation to be in a a space of allowing, which may be (laughs) the one hour every two weeks that you just get to be quiet
1: and be with yourself.
3: (laughs) Sometimes I do these mini retreats. I do mini retreats at one of my friend's houses where a dozen people will come to her living room and they may do a little writing and then they'll say, you know, this was the only quiet time I had this month, Mm. just a quiet hour. And how profound that is to bring ourselves to rest and to notice. What comes up in that space? Mm -hmm. You know, in the
2: journey, and this is what, for those of you just tuning in, I just want to say journeying into a space of allowing with Coach Nancy Coco. This is, you know, this is what Nancy has created. She has created a way to help people all over the world open up to stepping into that space of allowing because it is in that space, uh, Nancy, right? It's in that space that we not only see the possibilities, but it also gives us the opportunity to sustain it. And let's talk about that. You know, here we are, you know, we're now in the living, we're in the breathing, we're in the day-to-day, we're in all of this. Let's talk about, you know, what it is you've learned to help people, you know, stay sustained in in this space. Because in the end, what happened to me with the pop-up from you, I was reminded to trust.
3: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. The, the, what you were saying about the energy of now we're mm-hmm. in it and now we're living it. And now it's the energy that we have today. I still feel sometimes, I don't know mm-hmm. if you've ever seen pictures of a comet flash across the sky. And the mm-hmm. comet has this long dust trail that comes after it. Do you ever see that, you know, how the trail of dust that accompanies the comet? Well, I think in my life, I have felt like that comet where I'm dashing across the sky and half of me is a dust cloud that's trailing behind me that doesn't ever quite catch up to where I am at the moment that I am. Mm. And, you know, that image strikes me because that means that maybe only 40% of myself shows up At any given time in my life, in my day, in my opportunity to bring more of myself. Sometimes I have to collect myself first thing in the morning. I have to spend a couple of minutes in bed, just kind of like welcoming into the day. Here we are, a new opportunity. Just, it can be so simple or so small as just a moment of noticing our physical selves first thing in the morning. It can be a moment of being really with our pet, maybe our dog or our cat or Mm -hmm. whatever kind of pet we have, and just bringing more of ourselves to that moment, not a jangled mind that has to think about, oh my gosh, I have to go pick this up, or uh, a distressed mind that says, oh, why did I do that yesterday? You know, we spread ourselves across the whole continuum of our lives, past, present, and future. And to sustain a space of allowing means to be more of us in this present moment. Like before I got on the show with you today, I just sat at my desk to take a couple quiet breaths <laughs> <laughs> so that I could make sure I wasn't that comet trailing half of myself, you know, an hour showing up an hour later. Um And that really is one of the ways of living it, to take just a a quiet moment or two in the day and envision bringing more of ourselves to the experience. If we have an important meeting at work, take a quiet moment and bring more of ourselves to the readiness for that meeting. If we're facing a challenging conversation, perhaps with a spouse, with a parent, with a child, take a quiet moment and bring more of ourselves to the pre-talk so that we can enter in a willing space, in a ready space, in a Mm -hmm. responsive space, as opposed to being reactive to, oh my gosh, whatever the moment might throw at us.
2: Yeah. I mean, one of the things too, that I think is so important in what you say, and I I know we've got a couple of minutes left. Uh, So first of all, let me thank you. Thank you for what you've created and thank you for um, allowing me to be part of this journey with you. Uh, Very, very powerful, powerful work. And I I wanted to ask you this question because when all else fails, and I'm talking about fails in our consciousness, fails in our life, the one thing that has always been true for me, if I can have the wherewithal to remember to get back to it, is to trust in whatever you call it, the universe, spirit, Uh God, whatever that is that people call. When I am there in that space, that space that space of allowing it is so easy and and I want to thank you for that and I want to ask you what would be your help and advice for people listening to get them moving towards that direction
3: Yes, and Pat, really thank you for this opportunity as well. This is something that um, I think I had held inside me for decades, honestly, this desire to be with others in a healthy, healing, loving space. And so thank you for this platform to expand that possibility. You know, a couple things that, that don't cost anything and that aren't specific to really any um, place or time is to notice, first of all, the word Allow. Just simply to start noticing, when does that word show up? Because the more we pay attention to it, and I'm kind of smiling, the more we pay attention to it, the more the word shows itself. <laughs> and so, you know, to allow um, ourselves to sort of say, oh yeah, there it is again. No. And then to bring a child's mind, a curiosity like, oh, I just picked up this pretty stone outside. Let's take a look at it. Let's just be with it. There's nothing that you have to do necessarily, except to notice. Mm. And if that means to be in prayer for five minutes a day, if that means to meditate for five minutes a day, if that means to call a coach, to call a friend, to go for a walk, allow yourself in those spaces that you're creating to bring more of yourself to the table. Don't bully certain parts of yourself and say, ah, I'm feeling angry, but yeah, well, it's such a pretty day. I don't want to feel angry right now. Hmm. Welcome the anger. Let it pass like a storm that passes through. It comes, it might shake the windows, that storm. We get some fierce thunderstorms here and I see the trees bending, you know, but they don't break mm. and this passes. And so it's more about being really than it is about doing. And so the invitation to all of you there, and thank you all for tuning in and for listening, is to be with allowing. What would you like more of? What do you want to release? Because maybe allowing means putting something down. Mm. And this is really the first step on the journey. And so every two weeks, we'll be back together again and we'll be looking for those specific types of allowing. Like I gave myself permission to allow a renaissance last year and I can't wait to talk to you about that too rather than saying oh retirement the end of things <laughs> oh, no yeah I tell you retirement oh, a renaissance the, the beginning. Of, of well, it is not the end of things for me and it is
2: not the end of things for you and and for those of you out there Nancy and I will continue to take this journey together and we are really excited about our upcoming show Nancy thank you so much
3: well thank you too Pat this is a blessing so happy oh, to be okay. with you
2: Yeah, everybody, look, please, please check it out. Uh, We're going to take a short break. When we come back, more with the Dr. Pat Show.
1: The preceding audio was via a Skype call.